welcome to the Make It podcast. I'm Arta and today I'm going to be talking about noticing habits and self-sabotaging behaviour that is not serving you. And not serving you means it's not helping you move towards your goals, it's not helping you feel happy and healthy, it's not doing much for you mentally or physically. And so with the quote, insanity is the definition of doing the same thing every time and expecting a different result. I've been realizing, as Kylie Jenner once said, this is the year of realizing things. And side note, I don't know why everyone clowned her because I've never related so hard to a quote. Like, I think you just get to certain ages or stages in your life and you just realize things and realize things and realize things. And I think it's just the wisdom coming in. I thought once I finally related to that quote, I thought that was genius. It was like, so few words, but so effective. I know exactly what you're talking about, babes. But back to the topic. With expecting different results, but putting in the same inputs. And yes, I am thinking of this as an equation right now, because anytime someone says stimulus or inputs, I've already drawn the plus sign or the minus sign and the arrow sign leading to the result, because that is fun. With putting in the same inputs on a daily basis, for example, a common one could be you wake up and the intention is there to have a productive day and you know that you want to get blah, blah, blah done. But then you get sucked into, oh, I'll just go on my phone for 15 minutes. Oh, the time isn't really even right now. Maybe I'll just like stick it out another 10 minutes until it's a nice round number that I can start my work on, which is a strange one that I do. I don't know if you also do it. But we get sucked into habits like going on our phone or social media or maybe starting your day off a bit wrong and you're waking up thinking negative thoughts. And it can be very difficult sometimes. Sometimes you wake up and you just you just have this feeling and other days you don't and you feel kind of lighter and a bit happier. <laughs> lighter, no, I'm not talking about morning skinny here. But I've been thinking about and I've been noticing certain habits that are no longer really working for me. Just little strange behaviour that I do that has an impact on my end result and when I think about my end result and say the end result is oh a really productive day I think I've always been able to be like oh my god great that was a wonderful productive day very happy I got what I needed to get done done but then there's always some kind of reflection of however there was this aspect that now that I've done my productive work and I know how it went I realised that X behaviour kind of just slowed me down or had it not been there, would have made my day smoother. And so that could be, I know that I have to wake up at, say, 8am and start working at 9am. But then even if I work a, a good productive day from 9 to 5, for example, I can think back and think, actually, though, I went on my phone from 8 to 8.30 and had I had that extra time and had I not done that behaviour, I would have mentally felt ready and would have worked better and maybe I could have worked for less hours. Or whether you know that in order to reach this deadline that you've got in a week, you really should be waking up at a certain time so that you can do it when you're most productive and you should then batch out those hours so that you can consistently do the work in small amounts and not have it pile up at the end of the day. But then... It gets to the deadline and you realise what behaviour has led me to pile up at the last instance? Why have I ended up procrastinating this thing again? And when you take a moment to reflect on 
the behavior and the habits that you have and your end result, you can kind of realize what the middle bits were. What affected the equation? Was it you're on social media too much or you procrastinated those hours that you're normally most productive? And then, oops, I've missed my 2 to 4 p.m. scheduled in time to do this piece of work. And so, oh, I guess I just won't do it at all then. But I'm definitely not going to negotiate with the the fun parts of my day, like going to go have dinner at this time and see my friends after dinner, blah, blah, blah. So, oops, I guess I've missed that slot to do that work, but it will have to fit in somewhere else. I know I've always admired people who are able to be really flexible with their schedules. And if they have something that affects them doing something at a certain time, they're really capable of just moving that to another time and prioritizing that over anything else and making sure, okay, I had to do something at 1pm to 2pm instead of doing the work I wanted to do then. And so after dinner, even though I was going to relax then, I'll fit it in because I prioritize it. I think that's super great. And being able to be that flexible and cope with your planned out day not working out, but still getting on with it. I think that's a super good trait. But I know that myself and possibly others as well, sometimes when you disturb one aspect of when you thought you'd do something, you just don't get to it. And then suddenly, if you're reflecting at the end of the week and thinking that deadline was way more stressful than it needed to be because of, oh, I did it all in two days instead of spreading it out over the week. And so it's behavior like that that I'm talking about. And if anything's coming to mind right now or any situations are coming to mind, definitely have a think about it. I really like doing weekly reviews, which take the form of writing or maybe thinking and so with a weekly review it is that kind of cheesy from school what went well even better if kind of question of yeah what went well what did I achieve that I needed to achieve what did I achieve that I wanted to achieve and then what didn't go so well was there anything you couldn't do during the week that you wanted to do and then reflect on that because that's the that's the problem area that's the area where you're like well, why didn't I get this done? Or why didn't I do this for myself? What was it that took the time away from it? And there's a really nice journaling prompt that goes, what has been leaking my energy? And I think that's a nice way to encapsulate emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, what things are affecting you and taking away from your energy. Could it be that what's leaking your energy physically is not getting enough sleep and so if you're reviewing a week then you can take that into account and make an effort so that next week you don't have sleep draining you physically and draining your energy and so in that way you're changing the input of what you're putting into the week and so you can expect a different result hopefully instead of expecting oh okay it's fine that my sleep is getting less and less each night and the quality is less and less but I've still got to perform at 80% that's a random number and is that reasonable that I'm expecting that and is it likely well possibly not if you've seen that in the past you do need sleep in order to feel productive and to be able to concentrate on things that you need to concentrate on or maybe or maybe mentally what's been leaking your energy This could be realising certain triggers you have or certain habits like negative talk that you have that, oh, you wake up in the morning and and your first instinct is to 
start complaining about your day already and feeling a sense of dread towards it. Maybe that's a habit that's draining you mentally because then it's leading to an outcome of you're not having a very pleasant day and you're not thinking very positively. And so if that sounds like something that would be helpful to you, I know it's been very helpful to me and it's nice to, on the note of last week's episode, increase your self-awareness and instead of thinking about self-awareness in terms of strengths and weaknesses, think about it in terms of behaviours because behaviours that are repeated so consistently do become a part of you. And that doesn't mean you can't change them at any point. Of course you can. And definitely do so if you don't like those behaviours. But you can still take a stock of strength-wise, what behaviours are serving me. Yeah, I'm waking up and feeling positive and it's actually making an impact on my day. And so this is a habit I'd like to keep. Or maybe it's, I feel like a weakness of the behaviour and my weeks are going on my phone too much. And so you've gained that self-awareness and now that you know, you can change if you wish to. And changing habits or trying to drastically change your day because maybe yesterday you had a really unproductive day and today you're now going to be a whole new whirlwind of a, oh, I'll wake up at 6am and then eat healthy as well and, oh, I also want to be positive today and you like overwhelm yourself with certain goals. I wouldn't recommend that. But instead, I'd try to take the slow and steady route. Habits are there because they've consistently been performed. And so it could be very overwhelming and probably a bit of a shock to the system and a shock to your default settings to try overhaul every single bad habit that you have all in one day and in one week. And so I take this as slow as possible and try build up that consistency for one habit at a time. And so going from oh no, I'm sleeping at 3am every night. And in this context, this is like a negative thing for you for whatever reasons. Working on bringing that time down slowly and gradually over the weeks until it's at a time that you're happy with, that'll probably work more with that like individual focus towards it rather than if you were trying to completely overhaul every aspect of your day because it can be kind of hard to make something like that sustainable. And... And sustainability is key. I think there can be a lot of subconscious beliefs and inner workings that mean we seek out behaviours that are self-sabotaging because maybe we we fear success or etc. Which I'll get into in future episodes, I'm sure. And having it only be one habit at a time can make it sustainable and nice and easy to digest this change. And so an example of this would be Perhaps when you've got a really stressful deadline coming up, you hole up in your room and plates are everywhere, room's quite messy, and all you want to focus on is doing your work. But you begin to realise that you only then clean up your environment and make an effort to have a fresh, light, nice space after you're done with your work, almost as like a reward or something. And that's something that I've done before. And it's a habit that at one point before a deadline, I realised, why am I doing the same thing? Because it's always just breeding the same result that I don't like. It's always the, almost build up the stressfulness of an exam by making my environment even more stressful. And then once it's over, I can finally like clean my environment and as a reward, allow myself to have a nice space. And that's quite a strange thing to do, I think. 
And the solution to this was as simple as setting a 15 minute timer and cleaning the space around me. And I felt so much better for it. And it was just a small thing that I could do that could breed a, a different result and kind of change the path of how I was feeling mentally. But in that moment, I really did have that strong realisation that I can't keep expecting a different result from this same behaviour. If I can notice, and if you can notice, that certain things always breed the same feeling and it always feels like you're falling back into the same feeling towards certain things, whether it's you're becoming super like messy and stressed and anxious around exams, perhaps take stock of what you're doing in the same way that I did and realise there's certain habits that are creating this reality. And I guess that kind of mimicked the chaotic energy of how I felt before a deadline. But in that moment when I chose to kind of stop that pattern in its tracks and disrupt it with a change of routine, it really shifted the vibe I was on and really effectively changed how I felt just before the exam, during the exam and after the exam. And from that, you can learn to look for opportunities in patterns and sequences of events that consistently occur for you, that bring you stress and bring you unhappiness and think, where in that can I disrupt something? Maybe it's if you stay in your room for too long within like the first few hours of you waking up, you start feeling kind of sad and alone. But if you disrupted that and took even a five minute walk outside and realised oh, there's other people about, it's not just me in my own little lonely box room or something, you'll feel much better for it. And then that sets your day off on a slightly different track because you're, you're giving yourself the opportunity to feel new things and to, to have some variety in your life. And I think breaking the habits one time isn't the hard thing to do, but it's building that consistency. And I think journaling about it or doing a weekly review are really good tools that you can utilise in your own life to identify and gain certain self-awareness about what are the good things about the week that you enjoy and that work for you and you're proud of for that week. And then what are the weaknesses? What are the behaviours that you did that maybe slowed you down, made you feel unhappy, made you unproductive, made you miss out on certain experiences that you wanted to have, for example? If you can identify the, the areas of weakness you can identify solutions to those. And I also really like Mel Robbins' five-second rule, which is when you have an idea or an instinct to do something, whether it's you're lying in bed and suddenly you feel like, yeah, you could exercise right now, but then you leave it a minute and the same old habits and your default settings have come into play and you just think, "Mm, nah, like I'm not going to do it. Her five-second rule is a countdown from five to one in which once you reach that one, you stand up and you do that thing that you've been thinking of doing. And so you'd be lying in bed and think, oh, I want to exercise. And instead of falling into the same habit of talking yourself out of it or procrastinating it and then realising the outcome of continually doing that is you feeling unhappy with your body or unhappy with how you spent your time. Instead, you'd count down from five and stand up and because it's such a quick thing to do and it kind of disrupts your pattern so significantly if you can then do that exercise you're going to feel incredibly proud of yourself and the five second rule can apply to anything if you have an idea in your head and 
you let it simmer for too long and you already start talking your way out of it and thinking, oh no, that's stupid, I shouldn't do that. Or, oh no, like, is that really a good idea? If you'd instead just counted down from five and gotten up and gone to your laptop and started to write down the idea and brainstorm it, you're setting yourself up for a different path and I think objectively a better path where you're going to feel more satisfied and proud of yourself. And life is all about creating excitement in certain moments and maybe this is goofy or strange, but that satisfactory and proud feeling that you get when you break out of a pattern and feel what it feels like to change your behaviour radically from, oh wow, instead of staying in bed and going on my phone for two hours this morning, I just like went straight to my desk and just avoided that stimulus completely. And my end result was I worked at my desk and I had a really good work day. That feeling of pride is really powerful. And I think and I think we'd all consistently feel better about ourselves if more often we realise the if we realise the negative or detrimental behaviours that we partake in and change them then and there and try to do that consistently with all different kind of aspects of our life. I think the more consistent we can bring ourselves to be with the more positive habits and the more positive behaviours for us, the better long-term. And so I wouldn't think of gaining this self-awareness and breaking out of patterns and avoiding self-sabotaging behaviour as a quick fix. But when you are trying to break out of certain habits that you're not too fond of anymore, results will come slowly and over time. And so instead of having your your shift into being a new you, being like a firework, so powerful at the beginning and then just fizzling off and therefore not being very effective over very long. You've got to work slowly with yourself. Avoid yourself getting burnt out or you moving onto this like, okay, now I'm like going to become a completely different person and be like super productive with these 10 new habits. Just take it one at a time or take it instance by instance where you realise oh, something's just come up for me now, I'm realising that X behaviour has always seemed to lead to Y result, and so maybe this is something to change within the next week or something. But I think, overall, you know yourself best, and you know that the same time that it's taken to build up these habits, and maybe it's paired of subconscious beliefs, and maybe it's just become like a default setting for you now, you've got to slowly replace the negative with the positive habits. And in that, I'm sure we can all hope for some different results and better outcomes for ourselves. And I'd like to add that the whole reason I'm recording this podcast when I am, which is a Saturday morning, and I never normally record on a Saturday morning, is because even though I didn't get much sleep, I woke up and I realised I've got the choice between doing something I always do, staying in bed for a few hours, going on my phone, taking it slow... And then most likely realising that I've got a lot of work to do and procrastinating and feeling stressed. Or I can just get up now and start my work. And so even though I haven't technically started my work because I got this podcast idea and I decided now or never, now I already feel so much more productive and happy with myself because it's such a nice change of routine to have the episode done on a Saturday, edit it and actually be able to upload it and have it just waiting And that's a really nice change in routine that means my weekend is going to look drastically different to how it has previously. 
And so in this moment, not only am I realising that there's more opportunities created when I can move away from that negative habit of leaving it at a certain time that's going to be stressful for me or a certain time where I could possibly procrastinate it. But now I'm realising, and maybe you are as well, that breaking out of the normal routine, breaking the normal cycle, it feels foreign, it feels good, and it can lead to a positive outcome. And maybe now this is something I'll always prioritise doing, and this can now become my new habit instead of procrastinating other things and creating a stressed environment for myself. Because in this way, by focusing on things that you can change and eliminating things that don't make you happy or put you into this cycle of being stressed all the time, you're actually being super kind to yourself and it's really nice of you to make life as easy as possible for you because it doesn't have to be difficult, it doesn't have to be you creating stress upon stress, it could just be you putting in the slow work and getting the things that you need to do done and I think that's ultimately quite a nice thing to do for yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and you can follow and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining me for this week. Make sure to share it with a friend. Have a great week. Goodbye. Thank you.